The Mac Voices Live panel's final thoughts on the first few days with the Apple Vision Pro. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Slack. Discussions, questions, and answers, and a place to talk tech with your friends. The Mac Voices Slack is available to all patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices and join in. Have you, either one of you, played with any of the third-party apps that are out there? Um, I, I think, Marty, you said you you picked up, um, shoot, the, the video app, but um, it, any of the third-party productivity apps, and do they, I mean, do you do they function? Are you having to really adjust your way of thinking about them, or do they just function like they're, like their counterparts would on on your Mac, assuming that those are the ones that you've tried. Um, I'm I did Microsoft 365. Um, I've got that loaded, and it functions like you would imagine it on a Mac or an iPad. Um, I've also uh, I've been using Good Task as an app because it syncs with my reminders and there's things that I can do with it. So I've been using that as sort of a task management app and I just loaded that today. Um, and the interface is, is great. Um, you know, Tim, Tim cook came out the first day and said, Oh, and it's available for millions of apps. Um, and you know, then, uh, Macworld said there's 600 apps out there. Uh, but you know, Six months ago, people were saying there are going to be no apps on it. Um, so far, I've been pleased with the third party that I've I've added. I haven't added a lot. Um, Eric, do you have any third party that you've done? So you can, if if it's allowed, you can load iPad apps, but you don't get anything specific to the headset. So I. I, of course, grab Mona because that's what I'm using for reading um, Mastodon. Uh, there are some little glitches, like um, if you have um, a, a post with four pictures on it and each one of them has alt tags, I wasn't able to select alt tags on the bottom two pictures because it instead interacted with the controls. I'm assuming there'll be an update relatively soon that will address that. Um, I tried Ice Cubes. That has a, uh, a version tested with it, and they seem to add a little bit more highlighting around the object you look at, so it was easier to find it, and you could select. Both of them had some problems clicking on hashtags, which is the other part of the navigation in Mastodon. Um, I'm thinking either people didn't think about it or there's some other thing you can do to make it a little bit easier. Um, a lot of people have talked about getting a trackpad as well as a Bluetooth keyboard. And I'm thinking, well, maybe that's why if you're trying to click on hashtags, um, I expect it will get better. Um, I Let's see, what was the other thing? Um, photos? I played a bunch with photos, and I've got a lot of photos. Um, one of the things, and I don't know because my network connection went out but the uh, day after I got the, the headset, and so I had a bunch of issues with um, uh, 
incomplete um, libraries of images. You're like, I got some, but not others. And I went to look and it didn't match it. It wasn't syncing. Uh, and it pauses syncing for different things. Like if you don't have it plugged in, it runs low on power. And the, the interface to tell you to restart the syncing wasn't, oh, I didn't find it um, easy to spot. There are a couple of places where um, if I was doing something, the button to interact with it was in red, and I can't see that. And I couldn't find in the interface a way that you could turn color off. Because, like, on my watch, I have color turned off in my watch so that that doesn't interfere with my interacting with it. I don't have to try and find red and green things. Um, so, I, I, you know, it feels like some things just aren't quite there yet. There's a spot for it, but it's not quite there. Uh, this, overall, though, this product, I think, is one of the more exciting products I've seen since like going all the way back to the iPhone or when the iPad first came out. Um, it's just fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I'm slowly trying other kind of products and stuff. Zoom. Zoom, I still don't know how to initiate Zoom from, from the headset. I can start it on another device and transfer it to the headset. I don't know why. So little th and the the audio cutout I was getting tonight, I don't know if that's just something from a longer session or if it's because it's connected through a different device and it loses track of it somehow. There are some mystery. Yeah, and the times I've used Zoom, I've initiated it from the device, um, or there were meetings I was going to that you know they would send me the link in the in in a iMessage and I would click on it. And the device would initiate it. Um, so yeah, I think uh, Zoom came prepared to play uh, when, when they came as a third-party app for this. It was interesting to see Zoom, Microsoft, Fantastical. You know, some some of what most of us would associate as some of the top productivity apps make sure they were ready on launch day. I mean, it may not be fully formed, and that may be their fault, or it may be just the state of the Vision Pro. But they definitely wanted in on this on this platform. They wanted to be sure that they they were not going to be waiting. And and I I, I know in the chat room, I think uh, that the question over Netflix and YouTube has been brought up as far as no native app. And I I don't know. I find that really intriguing. That oh yeah, we'll get around to it. Yeah, I um I uh, you know, I have I use I'm a Fantastical user in terms of my calendars. So that's the first one of the first apps I put on it and it really is a good interface um on this device. One of the things that I'd ask myself is could I use the headset instead of an iPad? And I would have to say the headset isn't quite mature enough yet. There are places where the iPad can't do something like the the panoramic pictures. The headset can, and th there's nothing other than the headset I've seen that will let me do that. Uh, but others, like just taking a picture and going and editing it, 
there doesn't appear to be an edit function that I have found in photos. Likely it's just not done yet, or they didn't think anyone would want to edit a photo in the headset. I'm not sure which. Hmm. Any other questions, guys? Comments? I'm seeing on Mastodon um, in my feed, all the feedback is like what Eric said. People are having a lot of fun. Um, not seeing any negative from people that that got it. Of course, they're self-selected people that that bought it. But more importantly, I think I'm seeing a lot of oh, you know, how do you do this? So I figured out this, and it reminds me of the user Mac user group scene, say in 1986. You know, tons of enthusiasm and figuring out and um, you know, but, you know, I, I'm not saying I'm going to go buy one right now, but I'm feeling a lot more confident that I will buy one at some point than I was a, a week or two ago. I, you know, it, this really looks like something that's going places. May not be there yet, but. Mm -hmm. it, Jim, I've been thinking a lot about that and, and watching <laughs> all the social media feeds. The first thing that I thought about is that, you know, remember Steve's Steve's comment about great artists ship. And so did this ship a little bit too soon? Did it ship when it wasn't quite ready? Yeah, maybe. Um, because we've all seen, a, you know, a lot of gripes about things that, in fact, there was one particular podcast I was listening to tonight at dinner that honestly raised my blood pressure a little bit because they were saying, well, this is just ridiculous if they don't have this. And well, it should have uh, profiles or, you know, user user profiles or be able to switch users. And it's like, oh, for, you know, for heaven's sake. I mean, iOS still know, doesn't have that. Yeah. Well, it, it kind of exactly. And, you know, it, this is, this is a new device. We've all got to figure out how we're going to use it. But the other thing that struck me is that this feels like, the iPhone launch when things weren't quite the way you thought they should be, but it was still absolutely revolutionary. You could still do a lot with it and you were starting the process of learning it. And I feel or like the Mac launch or the Mac launch or, or, or the iPhone launch that yeah. you just said that, or, or, or the watch launch to some extent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, especially the Mac and the iPhone. Yeah, I mean, the iPhone originally didn't have copy and paste, didn't have uh, an app store, uh, didn't have movie camera. Um, yeah, this is the first version. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm delighted to hear the positive the positiveness with which um, Marty and and Eric are bringing to this because it seemed like toward the end of the day here, I, I was seeing all these negatives and and griping by the tech press. And really, to your point, Jim, interestingly, not as much on social media. On social media, it's a little more excitement. And you're right, trying to figure out how to get things done, as opposed to, you know, some jaded old tech guy griping about the fact that, well, it, it doesn't do what I think it should do now. And it's like, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a week I, old, I think, for God's sakes. I, I, I definitely think that, you know, what I'm seeing online from consumers, from people that bought the thing is way more positive than the the tech tech press but you know and of course they're paid to you know bring controversy um, yeah for clicks or whatever plus you know i mean 
the thing is expensive and it is an early, you know, I mean, I, you know, you know, I, I, I think Eric probably would not urge people to go out and buy it right now. Right, Eric? Um, There's you know, a reason you, why. Unless, I, unless, you, I, yeah. unless you have a huge amount of money burning a hole in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why we're trying to go in on it as a group and split between it. Because it's interesting enough. We all want to have a chance to use it a bit. None of us wants to pay this full amount. But I think, you know, I I believe, Eric, you told me you weren't even, you know, you you had no plan to buy it. You didn't order it ahead of time. You just wanted to go in on Friday and and look at it. And then (laughs) and they were like, hey, you know, you can take it home for 14 days and then return it. And and when you first talked to me about it on Friday, that was your plan. I've got it for 14 days. I'm going to just use the heck out of it and then return it. And yeah. and I, I said, I don't think you're returning it, Eric. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was, he, he was like, well, that would be a problem. <laughs> you know, and my attitude is life's too short. Um, you know, I, I, I like the excitement of being on a product that isn't yet proven that I get to play with, figure out what works, what doesn't work, assume that things will always get better because they always do. But, you know, I sit in groups where people talk, well, maybe I'll get one in 10 years and, (laughs) you know, buddy, you might not be here in 10 years, you know, so enjoy it while you can. Well, but, but, but there again, not everybody is like you, you know, not everybody does like being, you know, for some people, that's great. It's so much fun to, to figure mm-hmm. things out. And, you know, most people aren't like that. Um, so, so, um, but you know, yeah, if you're the kind of person that is like that, go, it's uh, clearly people are having a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's an expensive product. I had to plan. I had to set money aside. My intention was always getting one. So it wasn't a decision I had to make on Friday. It's a decision that I made six months ago. So So this is a very, very, very premature question, but I'll do it anyway. Given the experience you've had for just a few days with this, do you find the spatial computing experience something that you prefer for any of these activities over what you get with uh, a Mac and a, a monitor or multiple monitor setup or an iPad or even your iPhone? Wow, I, I got him thinking. I'm just being polite. I think Eric's going to say something. Well, kind of. So, so there are some things you can do on this you can't do anywhere else. You know, as I said with the VR stuff, I really love 3D movies. I am willing to pay to go to the theater to watch 3D movies. They don't stay in the movie theater very long, so if you want to watch them again, you're out of luck. When you go to the theater to watch a 3D movie, you slap 3D glasses over the top of existing glasses and kind of wedge them onto your face and hope for the best, and it's not comfortable. This was the most comfortable 3D movie watching with crystal clear sound right next to my ear, where if I turned my head one way or the other, the people's voices moved from side to side like I was standing right there. 
Is that enough for me personally to buy an entire headset? No. Is it enough for me to buy a third of the headset? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was really, really, really nice. The VR stuff, yeah. Um, one thing that, you know, I'll get uh, times where I'm trying to catch up in my my reading, and I'm kind of tired, and, I, you know, basically I want to read a, a, a part of a chapter before I fall asleep. There's nothing worse than being in bed, trying to read part of a chapter, having an audio track in really bright lights with somebody next to you, elbowing you, saying, hey, turn out the light. I want to get some sleep. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet, but I'm thinking with um, AirPods and, uh, and, and a headset, I potentially could watch a technical video and listen to it and have it quiet enough not to disturb somebody that's right next to me. Is it a bad oh. idea to be watching stuff right before you go to sleep? Maybe. I don't know. I think it's a bad idea just to tick your wife off. Well, which is why I don't do it now, but I do yeah. <laughs> one thing kind of hunched over in the corner and dim the light down so that I can get some reading done. But, uh, you know. Yeah, but if you roll over and look at it, you got those googly eyes coming through uh, with eyesight. <laughs> yes, um, but you can turn I'm gonna, it off. Yeah, I'm going to answer that question in a, in a different way because uh -oh. I think one of the ways that you – you, one of the things that you asked is, in comparison to everything else, is this unique? I mean, is it different than having three monitors or two monitors? I have three monitors right now in my office that you know that I'm doing this from. Essentially, it's two dimensions. I can't take that monitor and move it around the room with my fingers together. I can't place one behind the other. Um, that's the difference. This is a completely different platform that you're not going to get from just a flat iPad or just a single MacBook or even multiple monitors, that it it really is using the space around you, let alone the 3D stuff that Eric was talking about and, and the quality of the as an entertainment system. This is this is all virtual computing and for you know just spatial in the terms of of how you can move things around that is not available on any other device. Eric, I, I, Eric, I was going to ask, you're, you're, you're gonna, you say you're going to split this in thirds. I thought there's only guest modes. How are you going to uh, get each person to be able to have their own you know, personal experience with it since you can't have three different users? That is an excellent question. Um, so the one thing we haven't checked yet is if you wipe yourself from a device and hand it to somebody else and have them set up the device, how long your backups last for? I don't know. Is it a month? Is it longer than a month? You know, how frequently would we have to restore it to make sure we didn't lose stuff? That I don't know. Um, some of the things that I'm doing, uh, you know, the VR testing, stuff like that, I can do out of guest mode. I just have to make sure that the pictures exist on the device early enough. So I've got a bunch of testing and stuff that I wanted I wanted to do over this two-week time frame. And my intent is, was to send the whole thing back and say, okay, I did my experiment. Now I'll wait until there have been a bunch of software updates and I'll save up my money and I will buy one. So if I'm without it for a while, it's no different than if I did the two-week time frame and then 
stopped. Yeah. Uh, if I can convince my coworkers to go for it, then you know, if I want to use it again when I uh, you know travel in say June or July, then then you know they could use it up until then, and it wouldn't really bother me. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. And and that goes for the other coworker I have. His sole interest in it is watching 3D movies because it's comfortable and he doesn't have to go to the theater. And you can only watch so many of those movies and then you run out. So, you know, he'll plan a time, take it, binge watch a bunch of movies. And whether he's watching in guest mode, whatever movies are on the machine, or he's going and transferring it to him and, you know, buying a bunch of movies. I, I don't know. However, he's doing that. I don't think it matters. Um, you know, once he's watched them for a couple of weeks, then he's good for a month or so. So I don't think we could do more than three people. Then I think there would be arguing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it, and and again, if it's annoying enough, one of one or two of the others will, will just go out and buy one. But if it lets us wait just a little bit longer before having to spend money, letting it do a couple more software updates, you know, this is like a major phone update that just happened and you didn't wait for patches. You know, give it give it a month or two and let some of the stuff get patched, let some of the software come out, let people you know, there are a lot of developers that wrote software but never saw the hardware. You right. know, give them enough time to get feedback from users and patch things and update and and you know, it's only gonna get better. Yep. One thing I found really interesting with all this discussion is that I don't think AR or VR was those terms were used more than pardon me once maybe twice and usually in relation to one of the competitors. And so that leads me to believe that just as Apple's Apple's PR has been telling us this is a completely different kind of experience than what we've been handed the the VR we've been handed and the AR we've been handed up to this point, that it really is a spatial computing, for lack of a better term, experience that is unique. Would, would you both agree with that statement? Yeah, I, I would. Um, I the interface for me was one of the really pros in it. It's it's just a completely different experience. And even if you don't purchase one, go get a demo just so you can play with the, the and they'll take you through it. Um, get an opportunity to try one, uh, even if it's in guest mode with somebody who can give it. Get, and I've, I've had three or four people I've shared it with just uh, in guest mode, and they've had really good experiences in it. Um, so, yeah, it's it's completely different. I'm completely terrified to get the demo. I don't think I can afford that. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the Apple store last last Saturday. I bought a new uh, MacBook Air for my wife, and uh, I, I was curious to see if there was any Andy demos available. And then when I got there, I was there at like around what one thirty in the afternoon. Oh, next appointment's like six thirty, so I'm not going to wait. Um, so, but they they were. It wasn't that crazy busy in there. That was the Saturday just after the release day on Friday, and I even asked uh, the the sales guy, and he said. Uh, yeah, they, they it's been it's been steady, but they get, the people came lined up and got their pickups. But it wasn't a, it wasn't really a crazy experience in that store. In fact, it felt like it was like not as busy as normally as my local store. So, um, 
So it's interesting to see where that goes. But I think now you're probably going to be able to do appointments, I would think, at this point. Well, Dave, I have to wonder, too, because what I was hearing, there seemed to be a lot of confusion about could you walk in, could you not, how did you sign up, could you sign up in advance, did you have to go in person to sign up? And I, I think maybe a lot of people just said, I'm going to, I'm just going to wait. I don't, it's not that something yeah. I'm thinking about purchasing right away, so therefore I can wait. Find a friend, David. Find a friend. Find a friend. Well, I mean, the ones they have on display, you can, they're just dummy units. You just have to look at them, but they're 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 just pretty useless. Yeah. Um, yes. I had I had the same experience going into my store when I did pickup because my pickup was at about five thirty, and I asked them how the day was, and they said, "Well, ebb and flow through the day, um, steady." Some some rush, but not as crazy as we had anticipated with it. And um, my son was in with me because he was getting a new iPhone, and we managed to get him a demo. So just by, you know, th there was space to do it. Um, and I think the fact that we were buying a, him a phone on top of it helped. Uh, but we we got a demo. Um, and, the, you know, he asked the question, are these just used for demos? And they're like, no, these are fully functional units. Um, so one on the, the one on display or the one they brought for the demo, the one they brought for the for the demo. OK, yeah, I would think yeah. they would. Yeah. A, a question my brother had, and I guess I'd have as well, is how do they clean these in between? Yeah. Hard to say. I. I don't know. I think they have bins because when they brought the 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 bin out for the demo, they did a measure on my son's head because I was going to get him um, a light shield anyways um, so he could use it on my device if he wanted to play around with it. And they came out. It was like they presented it like a steak dinner. Um, yeah, he, you know, they called back for a unit. They came out with the unit all laid out and all ready to go. So they must have them in the back and they must be doing some prep with them before they bring them out. And that could be cleaning. I'm sure they must have something, yeah. but I just, oh yeah, I would think so. So they, they take the phone, scan your face to figure out which settings and everything you're supposed to use. And if you need glasses, they scan your glasses at that point. Send all of that into the back room so they get all of the pieces all ready for your unit. The light shield that you need, all that kind of stuff is put in. And they have a whole stack of the light shields. So I'm assuming they run it through some cleaning process at the end of the day and then or send it out and bring it back a new set or whatever, because they had fewer of these available at the end of the day than they did at the beginning of the day. Uh, yeah. and then. Um, uh, or or really, the cushion might be what they're they're interchanging in and out, because uh, that's the part that comes in contact with face. So. Guys, we're pretty much at time, but I, I want to thank uh, especially Eric and Marty for answering all the questions. And, and I also want to thank the rest of the panel for being very gracious and letting them be the stars of this particular show because they're the ones with the devices in hand. Um, I think we're all very curious. I know we're going to continue this discussion um, as we go along because it's going to – I think Eric was the one that said it's going to do nothing but get better. Uh, it's just a matter of how quickly and – 
what features will be next and what models will be next and all that. Yep. Let's go around the room. Uh, let folks know where they can find you when you're not here discussing the Vision Pro. Uh, and I'll just keep the same order as always. So, Brian, uh, thank you for, for being here. Where can folks connect with you? Well, thank you so much for having me. I learned so much about the Vision Pro. Thank you. Uh, to find me, uh, Mastodon is probably the best way. Uh, Brian8944 at Mastodon.cloud. Thank you, Brian. Sure, thank you. Good to have you. Dave Ginsburg, I hope you enjoy your kickoff tomorrow from down the hall. Um, thank you. Where, where can folks connect with you? Well, thanks for having me. Uh, you can find me at InTouch with iOS at, at InTouchWithIOS.com. I'm actually going to continue this conversation with, I have a guest coming on the show that's had his uh, Vision Pro for about, uh, since since uh, release day. So it's going to be good to get another different perspective of that. So hope everybody tunes in for that. Uh, where you can find it is at youtube.com slash InTouch with iOS. Uh, I'm on uh, the Mac show on the British Tech Network on Fridays, as well as here on Tuesdays in Mastodon. I'm at uh, Dave, Dave G 65 at Mastodon.club. Thanks again, John. Thank you, David. Marty, thanks so much for, for all your wisdom and everything. I'll be anxious to know what your seatmates think uh, as you fly to Portland and have this thing strapped to your head. Um, and if, if we hear of anything of someone being arrested, we'll know what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where can folks uh, connect with you? Uh, you can find me at Gencius, J-E-N-C-I-U-S, at social at Mastodon. Um, you'll find me there. Two podcasts uh, that I have. One is called uh, The Tech Savvy Professor, and another one is uh, Circular Firing Squad. So that's my work. Marty, thanks so much. Great to have you. Mr. Fuccio, we know who you'll be rooting for on Sunday. Where can folks connect with you the rest of the time? Oh, on, on X at Mark Fuccio, M-A-R-K-F-U-C-C-I-O. Thank you, sir. Mr. Ray, I'm, I'm sorry that you think this might be an expensive demo, which tells me a lot about your intentions. Where can folks connect with you? Well, I, I actually have some expensive purchase plans in the near future, so it's not for this. So, um, <clears throat> But uh, yeah, you can connect with me. You can find me online at proview.com, P-R-O-V-U-E.com. Uh, you can find me on Mastodon at ProViewGym at uh, TechHub.Social. Apparently, you can find me on Twitter. I'm not going to say what my 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 name is there, but I, I I logged on there. I don't get on very often, and like I seem to have 30 new followers. I don't know what what's going on there. I'm not posting Bots. anything. Bots. Yeah, Bots. yeah, but 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 it was like that didn't happen, and then just all of a sudden, like in the last two or three weeks. It's like, where did uh, those uh, bots come from? So anyway, if, if you're a bot, go find me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Good to have you. If you're a person, go to Mastodon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Searle, thank you so much for coming and, and for sure. your questions. Um, I've, yeah, where can folks connect with you? Well, I really had to hold back my inner Joan Crawford this evening since the focus was on so many other people. Because um, I will not be ignored, Chuck. I will not be ignored. <laughs> uh, you can find me over on the MyMac.com podcast with Gaz uh, as well. On the socials, I am Mac Parrot and Vert Shark over there on the X's. 
Uh, I am Mac Parrot at Counter Social and Mastodon.social. Uh, what else? Um, I've got my website, which is now completely caught up to everything that I'm doing. Uh, that's vertshark.com. And um, we have a, a number that you can call to give us feedback on the MyMac.com podcast, which is 703-828-4677. That number again is 703-828-4677. Call it collect, call it direct, but call it today. Thank you. Guy, you had to bring yeah. up Joan you had to bring up Joan Crawford. Now I want to go and listen to Blue Oyster Call. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what, Godzilla or some other song? No. Joan Crawford has risen from the grave. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Godzilla <laughs> works though, too. Yeah, well, never mind. Eric Bolden, I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here. Um, I still I still like love the the face palm through the hands. That that's fantastic. Where can folks connect with you and your vision pro? Uh, you can find me at on Mastodon at EA Bolden at techhub.social, where I will continue to try to figure out how to post any of the new styles of 3D video and still pictures, because that's much more difficult than I anticipated. Got it. Thanks so much. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices Live. We do this Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Quick programming note, there's about a 50-50 shot that we may be dark next week. I'm sorry, the schedules just keep seem to screwing up on Tuesday nights. So just watch the social media feeds. If we're going to be dark, I will definitely post an announcement. I'm hoping not, but we'll see. With that, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank the chat room for their comments. Again, the, the folks who didn't have Vision Pros here on the panel for uh, for stepping to the back a little bit, for the guys who did have the Vision Pros for stepping forward and being so forthcoming with all of their experiences. I just wish it hadn't been so positive because now I want one. <laughs> Until the next time, I'm Chuck Joyner. As always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, Consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com